Welcome to Help From Future Self. Hey, what's happening, Archons? Welcome to an episode of Help From Future Self, a conversational Keyforge podcast by and for Keyforge friends. My name is Scuzzy Gruen. I am also known as Alex, and I am joined by my friend, my pal, my coach. It's Boulevard Paper Fight. What's happening, Blake? Hey, man. How's it going? World's crazy right now. Um, Indeed. There's no way to sugarcoat this. Uh, things are, are real strange. Um, the uh, the outbreak of COVID-19 has spread very, very, very quickly. And uh, in the space of about a week, um, everything is different. Um, so that's kind of unavoidable uh, for us to talk about today. But uh, Blake and I had a conversation. We thought that uh, it would be good for us to address uh, some things about Keyforge during this very difficult and very different time for the game. Um but uh, I guess the the best place for us to start off with is with the acknowledgement that uh, most organized play for Keyforge is canceled for the foreseeable future. That's through June first. So that's all vault tours, including Adepticon, uh, including uh, the ones that were happening in Hanover in Paris, uh, the one happening at UKGE in Italy, and of course, Worlds all postponed. Yeah, that's uh, pretty interesting. It means uh, mass mutation will be out by the time Worlds. Hits the stand, which is going to be very interesting as well, unless they deem that it's not valid at Worlds because of uh, this situation. Yeah, indeed. Um, I mean, it's a decision that is responsible for them to make, and there's no way that I would ever, ever, ever suggest that there's, you know, they should have gone ahead with any of these events. Um, no. It's also one of those things, though, that uh, is obviously going to be a bummer for a lot of folks, both those folks who have already had plans, plane tickets, hotel reservations and things like that to get to Worlds or to get to one of these vault tours. Um, uh, I guess the, the only thing we can say is that we hope that folks are able to change their travel plans, maybe perhaps uh, move their flight, change their flight times and so on and so forth, because, uh, you know, uh, rest assured, there will be a point where we're all going to want to get together to do this. Um, I wasn't actually planning to be at Worlds, but maybe with the postponement, uh, I can I can and change up my plans and hopefully be there going forward that would be really nice yeah i i actually did have plans and um luckily the the flight uh that i booked through they seem to have a disclaimer that they will allow like a one-time thing so if you had a flight booked you can switch you just have to submit a form to uh to request that so i did so and hopefully it comes uh, okay out the other side Indeed, indeed. Um, so, of course, keep your eyes peeled for uh, announcements about when those are going to be rescheduled. I would not expect to hear anything about it for at least another month or so while we figure out where things are going with COVID. Um, obviously, we want to avoid scenarios in which there are a large number of people uh, together uh, in any one place, which, of course, Worlds would have necessitated and a vault tour would have necessitated. Blake, you actually wrote a really great article um, about how to play safely um, when you're worried about germ transmission. Do you want to go over some of the broad points of that uh, today? Yeah, for sure. We we put those into practice on Sunday because that was the last, I guess, the last IRL Keyforge that's going to be played for a while. Uh, there was four of us that came out and we were supposed to continue on with our chaining days event. But since there was so little of us, we just ended up going sealed, which also felt prudent, fresh product, the open and whatnot. And uh, it was a lot of fun. We just literally did sealed best of three since we were only going to get three games and play against each other. So we maximized the time we were playing Keyforge. And we just did it observing the rules, which were um, you never touch each other's cards or tokens. You just cut each other's, you don't cut each other's deck. You cut your own deck and kind of, for the most part, people are like, it's fine. Like you watch each other shuffle and you're like, yeah, that's fine. But I mean, you could literally say, hey, do you want me to cut this directly in half? 
top third? Like, do you want me to pile shuffle or smash shuffle a little bit more? Um, so all those things are observed. And then when you're playing, you just basically decide that when you're capturing Ember, you just say, I'm removing an Ember, and your opponent goes, yep, putting one on a creature. And it's just a, a another level of, of check and balance, but only using your own tokens, only touching your own cards. Uh, I even had the situation where my opponent, Marco, had a color of subordination. So when he took my creature, I actually took it, put it off my playmat beside me, and then he just put Call of Subordination down, and we knew that creature off to the side represented that, so it was never had to be touched by your opponent. And uh, when someone else had a card that like took one of your cards, again, just took another, like even like one of those cardboard chain tracker cards, just put that down to represent the creature uh, that was taken, or Artifact, for example, and then you just put it off to the side so it's not part of your play area. And that way you have a reference of what card is there, and you're never touching each other's things. And obviously the, the, the pre- or post-handshake is completely abandoned during this so it went very well there was no contact with each other's cards or anything like that uh, the game store we're at was regularly coming by and sanitizing surfaces and things like that and the backs of chairs and whatnot which i guess would be the most frequently touched thing so it was um it was great to see and it's just a way if you are playing irl keyforge and are getting together with friends um even though some people are quarantined i guess there are situations where that's not totally the case um, just touch your own things and leave everyone's to themselves. And for God's sakes, if you're playing a game that involves drafting, which wouldn't be Keyforge, just just don't. Yeah, that was madness. weird. That, they were they were firing like pod after pod of of drafts while we were there. We were there for like three hours, and we saw three go off, which means like you have eight players all touching cards one after the other. I thought that was just insane. And I talked to someone else and they said, until Wizard says not to move forward, we're going to just keep doing it. And I was just like, okay. <laughs> oh, man. <sighs> Let's move on. It's time for Maverick Mix. If you haven't heard us do this segment before, it is a segment wherein we choose a card that we would like to see Maverick in another house. Blake, have you got one for us this week? Yes, I got a card that I couldn't quite figure out where I wanted to place it. I just knew I didn't like where it was. So um, the card I chose is from Logos, and we're all familiar with it, I think, because it's just one of those cards that we've all had interactions with, and a lot of the time it is a discard. But there are moments when it is fantastic. So uh, the card is called Binite Rupture. And I thought, and I'll state what it is, it's an action card that's an alpha, and it says... Each player gains Ember equal to the Ember in their pool. So for me, I actually thought that this card was maybe not best suited for Logos because I find a lot of the time when you're in Logos, you haven't done stuff that creates that Ember to exist ahead of time. And obviously Brig exists, which makes it a really sick card with that combo. But I was thinking, like, what other house would this be utilized? Because this card is very interesting, and I, I got to play with it um the other night when we did our online uh monday night keyforge instead of in person because the game store shut down we did an online tournament i played a deck that had two binate ruptures and i actually got to use them for great effect and it just made me think where could this be utilized more and i honestly think that this card would could see a lot of great use being in saurians because of the fact that you have creatures that uh well actually first off you have tribute so with a card like tribute if you give that you double the ember then suddenly your opponent has the uh you have ways like with tribute to get it or if you have a crassosaurus for example you now have a creature that can capture it all more easily because crassosaurus is super hard to pull off side note i pulled off a crassosaurus imperial forge also the other day i can now check that off on my achievement unlocked so that was pretty epic 
That's remarkable. And, yeah, couldn't believe it. Uh, free key because of Crassosaurus and a tribute. So, yeah, I just feel like Binite Rupture being in Saurian, you have tools that if you doubled your opponent's Ember and they were to go over into check, you have more tools that can actually utilize it and even things like Shrix or Barakas that could actually make you capturing that Ember afterwards be really potent. So that's why I went Binite Rupture in Saurians. I want to see Instrument of Silence in Brobnar. Um, you and I have talked ad nauseum about the deficiencies of Brobnar and Worlds Collide. Um, and one of the things that we talk about is that oftentimes it feels like Brobnar just doesn't have a tool set that really works to advance you in the game. Um, mm -hmm. If you're not familiar with Instrument of Silence, it's an upgrade that says this creature gains skirmish and fight gain one. And that's a double up power that would be so good on so many Brobnar creatures because Groke. we have, pardon me? Yeah, on Groke, on <laughs> Mog Hunter, um, on those Alakas when they come out ready, if you've already done a fight this turn, being able to both uh, preserve those creatures, make sure that they don't take damage from the fight and get something out of the fight is the kind of thing that I think there'd be a ton of value in. And I kind of wish there'd been some more pack-in stuff like that in Brobnar for this set. I hope when and if Brobnar comes back, there are sort of some more nods towards the idea of, okay, Brobnar is the fight house or is a fight house. Let's give them some tools that make those fights extra, you know, impactful and also allow you to advance your board state a little bit at the same time. Yeah, like the fact that Eldest Bear has a fight ability of of um of gain two, right? Yeah, yeah. And before and, fight gain two. So even if it yeah, doesn't survive, I mean. like, it gets and then, and then you have Spartasaurus the same thing. Yeah. Like the fact that these creatures generate ember by fighting and yet the Brobnar creatures don't, it just feels so silly. Mm -hmm. But um, while we're on these, like, um, you, you know, what's so speaking of silly is the and untamed, like you mentioned, is the card Nepetica Gigantica, that mm. artifact that says stun a creature, uh, a giant or a creature with power was at five or higher. Mm -hmm. The fact that that card doesn't have an ember pip with it is absolutely ludicrous. It makes me bonkers. Like the fact that other cards, like you're like, this has an Ember Pip on it and that one doesn't is just silly to me. Yeah. Stealth Mode gets an Ember Pip, but Nepetica yeah. Gigantica doesn't. That would be a yeah. bridge too far. Yeah. Um, it's it's much in the same way that uh, there was sort of, um, uh, if you're not on Reddit, um, the Keyforge game Reddit has a really great card of the day discussion where every day I log on and I see what cards being discussed. I usually throw in my two cents. Um, but uh, a lot of the time, my two cents ends up being, this is a cool card. Why doesn't it have an Amber Pip? Or why does this have an Amber Pip? This is already great before you even take into that. And it's kind of a fun, interesting way to look at the, the game more broadly. We had that great conversation with Aurora a little while ago about, you know, what's the value of an Amber Pip? And I got to say, a lot of the time, I do not understand the logic of why some things get Amber and some don't. Like, Power of Fire in Brobnard does not get an Amber Pip. Tribute does. That seems so strange to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, agreed. So the broader theme of our episode today, obviously, uh, is Keyforge during the, the time of COVID-19. And uh, Blake, it's something that you've been giving a lot of thought to, and you're actually taking a little bit of action so that we can continue playing and continue having Chainbound during this time. So uh, I was wondering if you could run down for us sort of the steps that you've been taking and what you've been exploring for that possibility. And maybe then we can just sort of have a discussion around other ways that you can enjoy the game without having to endanger your health and safety. 
Yeah. So um, first off, I don't know if you know this, but if you download the Gem software, if you have an Asmodee account, you can create a tournament through Gem the normal way. The only thing is you don't get to have chains. It's only a casual tournament, but you can still set it up and it ha- falls under the same thing. So anyone can do that. So I utilized this tool um, the other night. So on Monday, we normally go to Rain City Games and play every other week Archon, every other week Sealed. So we're alternating. And this week was Archon, uh, but they shut down the store for gameplay. Uh, Their play area was shut down to just to stop everything and be responsible, which we really appreciate that they take those precautions. And so I decided to reach out on Facebook to anyone who normally comes out to play to join a game. And, And I basically was able to do this through just using Facebook and Messenger. And that's how we started. We found out everyone who was interested. Then I had them individually send me their player profile as well as the QR code of the deck they wanted to play. And then I just scanned them through my phone on my and then into my computer's uh, webcam to put it into the gem. And I basically was able to run a tournament that way. And then we just used um, our Help From Future Self Discord, which we're going to be kind of using exclusively for our local tournament gameplay. And we basically just ran tournaments. I had it set up uh, chat rooms game one to five. And that basically allowed us to all just go in the chat. Like if you're game one, then you go into the game one voice discussion afterwards, start a TCO game and set a time limit in it. And you just play as per usual and then report back afterwards. And we ran a whole tournament, just Archon tournament, just doing it this way. And it was it was honestly very successful, a lot of fun. You still got to have a social interaction because there was the voice and you still got to play Keyforge. Uh, there obviously isn't as much voice because you don't have to articulate everything you're doing the same way. And it was a great way to first figure out how to play uh, Keyforge, not IRL, but still have that community experience. Yeah, it's so fantastic that you were able to set that up. And I think that, you know, it's the kind of thing that we're probably going to see a lot of folks doing. Um, Of course, it relies on having some knowledge of your community and having, uh, you know, to know who to reach out to to try and set this stuff up. But if I could encourage folks to do one thing, it's that if you have the contact information for people in your area, um, even if they are people that you don't know and don't routinely chat with, uh, reach out to them and see if they would have some interest in playing some online tournaments during this time. I mean, it's a really important time, I think, for us to try and do some stuff that feels normal because everything is so abnormal in the world right now. Um, If you're in a situation like myself and Blake, where you're going to spend some time sort of self-isolating, working from home and so forth, having that outlet um, through a game is something that can give you a little bit of something outside of your home, even if you're still in your home. It's still an interaction. It's still a way of uh, having, you know, a piece of your normal, regular life accessible to you at a time when a lot of those things might feel like they're out of reach. Reach out to the folks that you know. Um, You can also reach out on uh, Discord servers and find out when online tournaments are happening. That's a thing that's been happening in Keyforge for quite some time. There are so many servers with so many folks who play regularly. All for One Gaming, that's a great one to to go to. Brett, Have we ever talked about All for One? No, we haven't, but he's uh, he's one of my teammates on United Archons, and I've joined a couple of his tournaments. I know Aurora participates in them. We mentioned it because with Aurora, her and I played that's right yeah so yeah all for one gaming uh look up the discord uh there's regular tournaments i think two or three times a week he is jamming ones and they're really unique tournaments too like with very specific parameters of what can be done so it sets a challenge you can't just bring any deck you have to kind of like it it also allows you to like dig into your collection and find some cool things so that's a great outlet if you're looking for uh an international online tournament it's running on uk time so keep that in mind 
that one's great. And of course, just any of the uh, the servers that are going on are great venues to find people to play with on TCO. Um, this is also a great moment to send a shout out to everybody involved with the regular upkeep maintenance of TCO. Um, those are the folks who have made it possible for us to have Keyforge right now. Um, and I don't yeah, think that should true. be overlooked. Um, I certainly hope that the folks at FFG aren't overlooking the fact that at a time when their game has basically ground to a halt in the real world, like there's an outlet for people to do this and for people who are passionate about this game like you and I are to like still get to play and still encourage other folks to get to play. Like that, yeah. that can't be understated. And the fact that, you know, that's an unofficial thing that was done by fans of the game because they like the game so much is is just it's a testament to one how much people love keyforge but two how dedicated people are um and yeah. i really hope that the the folks at ffg recognize that yeah that's very true well said i also have actually a part two for this playing oh. keyforge online interesting so we're actually have the privilege of I've developed a really good relationship with a, a game store here called Rain City Games. And um, I'm being given the privilege of having access to the gem to run tournaments in this time because they actually want to support us. So we're actually going to be able to run proper chain bound Archon events. And I even came up with a way to run sealed events. And so for those interested of having a sealed in your community through an online format, you have to have someone who's trusted and everyone knows in their community because this will require a level of trust. And what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to go buy a couple boxes um, through the store and they're going to be providing me with prize support. And I'll be basically setting up a way to charge the same amount we would normally be charging. And I'm buying the decks on that basis. And what's going to happen is, is I'm going to do a live stream and each person, when they pay in advance, the same as they normally would, they're just sending the money to me because I already prepaid for all this for us. And the store is kind enough to also give me the opportunity to return any decks that we don't end up using. And what I'm going to do is, the way you run a sealed tournament online, it's a little bit more of a complicated process and definitely requires trust because right now they do not have a true way of, um, you know, not having the Archon card utilized. But hey, maybe we can reach out to Arthur and he can figure out a way we can code in so the Archon card is not shown. And if you're playing sealed in this new, uh, this new light of uh, the community situation and how this will work is you run a sealed tournament by however many players enter, you get that many decks. You do a live stream. So you can do, there's so many ways we can do live streams now. And then I read out the person's name whose deck this will belong to. I open the deck, taking care to try and show nothing but the name. So utmost care, reveal it, see the name, read the name to them. And then I write their name with a Sharpie on the back of the box or on the front, however you want to do it. You mark who's, which player's deck it is. Then they can also mark down the name. So you know now this name belongs to this player. So you go through the whole process of doing this and, and to all your participants. Then afterwards, you take a picture of the QR code. So you just slide out from the bottom of the box or the top. I find, I think Worlds Collide, they slide out the top showing the QR code more. You take a picture of that QR code on your phone. Um, you scan now, the, you have the player profiles already sent to you. You now do the deck match with the player profile, scan it into Gem on your end. Then you send that picture to the player and then they can scan it through their Master Vault app once you get the first round pairings. Because I think once you have the first round pairings, you can then scan the decks and everything will work okay. Because once it's in gem, I'm pretty sure you're allowed to uh, scan them into your Master Vault that part. Is that correct, Alex, do you think? Uh, I'm not 100% sure, but uh, it would stand to reason. Yeah, we can do an experiment that way. If not, then we just 
have to kind of not do it through the gem in that way. It'll kind of be like an archon in that way, but we'll, we'll experiment, but this is the plan. So then after you've basically got everyone's deck scanned and everything like that, you then got the first round pairings Then you send everyone their QR code. They then scan their screen with their phone to put into their master vault app, load it onto TCO. And then you can literally play a normal seal tournament. And you really got to use the honor system to not look at each other's archon cards because there's actually right now, like I said, nothing to stop you. And that's literally how you can run a seal tournament. And so I will be doing this and I'll be keeping all the decks in a separate box with everyone's name on it. And at the end, if whoever comes in first, will get prize support that's designated by the store to me of how I allocate the prizing they're giving me. And then I will continue to put that with their name on it in a box and keep everyone's collection basically that's growing through these seal tournaments with me and then afterwards once everything settles down and we're allowed to interact again i can give everyone their decks but in the meantime they'll have their deck code so they can still play it online which wouldn't be able to use a deck in real life anyways and uh, their collection can grow and they'll have product waiting for them after they're all done so this is kind of how i figured a way to map out still playing seal tournaments but it does require a level of trust within your own community man you are a mad scientist when it comes to this stuff (laughs) Did that just come to you or did you spend a while thinking about the logistics of how to make that happen? Uh, No, it it actually came to me. Like I I realized that it would, based on how the tournament we did on Monday worked, I realized that it shouldn't be that much more different to do a sealed in this fashion. So It's it's all similar. It's just like, because I was, because in order to scan like um, my deck, I, my computer actually doesn't scan the decks directly very well. I almost always have to take a picture of the code with my phone and then put it on the screen, and I realized that's literally no difference. So I just kind of put the two and two together and realized this was a way that Sealed could work. It's just a matter of getting your hands on the product is the only thing. And I worked out with the store a way to do that. I'm actually, uh, as you're hearing this the day before, so yesterday I will have uh, grabbed product uh, for us so we can have our usual Sealed tournament next Monday. So cool. Um, and thank you so much for organizing that. And a big shout out to Rain City Games for being amenable to working this out. Mm-hmm. Um, they truly are, uh, have shown a lot of love to the Keyforge community. And, uh, you know, they're continuing to, even at a time that's probably very difficult uh, for their business, um, as it is for so many other small businesses. Uh, let that also be a plug. Right now is probably a weird time to think about spending money on games and so on and so forth. I know a lot of game stores are offering like curbside service so that you don't have to go inside the store. Think about supporting your local game stores. Um, If you love the game and you love having a place to play the game, then taking a little bit of time and effort instead of ordering a box from Amazon, if you want to get a box or something else like that, to just call up your local game store, find out if they're open, find out if you can buy something online and then just come have pick it up yourself or have them ship it to you. Those are all, I think, good ways that you can demonstrate that even though, you know, life is kind of shut down for a little while for a lot of folks. Um, You're still supporting the folks who support the game and helping them support you in your support of the game. Mm -hmm. Indeed. All right. Um, We cannot end any episode of help from future self without the titular segment. This one is called help from future self. Self. I got one this week and it's actually not a lesson that I learned so much as it is a plea. Please, 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 please be safe out there. I know that there's been a lot of talk uh, about where things are going with COVID-19, and I know that um, there's a temptation, especially uh, if you don't know anybody who's gotten sick, um, to sort of like dismiss it as being like overhyped and, you know, uh, something that you don't have to worry about. 
And honestly, we don't know where things are going and there's a lot of uncertainty out there. And I feel like for the time being, uh, taking a wait and see approach and not taking risks that are unnecessary is going to be overall beneficial for everybody. So even if you're feeling good, even if your play group is feeling good, um, even if your game store is open and letting people go into play, uh, maybe give that a second thought for at least a couple of weeks until we figure out where things are going, until we see if the curve of uh, infection is flattened. That's just from your pal Scuzzy. Uh, I really appreciate the fact that everybody who listens to this podcast does listen to this podcast. And I hope that you know that uh, if uh, uh, Blake and I make that plea, it's coming from a place of sincerity and concern for you um, and the broader Keyforge community. Here, here. All right. You can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash HFFS podcast. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram and on the Crucible as Scuzzy Gruen. Where can they find you, Blake? Find me on Twitter and Instagram at Boulevard Paper Fight. That's BLVD Paper Fight, as well as on uh, United Archons, where we usually, after this episode, you'll have a, another episode to listen to me if you uh, enjoy hearing my voice and me ramble on with Jupiter at the United Archons podcast. You know, I and, do. Um, yeah, uh, it's, uh, it's a lot of fun casting with him. And then also, I will be looking to probably do some more YouTube videos during this time. Hopefully, it's a source of entertainment for some people and they enjoy those. And I'll try and uh, ramp up some of those to kind of keep things going. Sounds great. All right, folks, stay safe. We'll talk to you next week. Until then, stay forward.